passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. For all NBA NBA Warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up? It's Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast, typically with Justin and Matt. But not tonight, because Justin spared himself. He spared himself (laughs) of talking about the dubs tonight and left me to do it on my own. And so I brought a crew of people with me. Um, and if you are a legacy on that listener, you already know some of them. If you tuned into Golden Spaces when we actually were on Twitter, you know some of them. And if you still don't know them, you should get to know them because they are three great basketball minds who I love to chop it up about hoops with. So I invited them to come on. So at the top on my right, if you're watching on YouTube, we have Jason Battle. He is First of all, for like the old heads and the people who've been around for a minute, he kind of started this podcast game as a Warriors fan. So shout out to Jason. He goes back with Sheed from Warriors World and a whole bunch of people. So always an honor and a privilege to have him on. Um, and then we have my girl Nana down below who's recovering from eye surgery. So it's not her just being fly with the Mary J glasses, but um, she is recovering. So we wish you well and hope you're good. But Definitely appreciate you coming through to come on and chop it up with us. Mm -hmm. And then last, but certainly not least, my guy in the bottom right corner, if you're looking on your screens, but Chris, Chris from Hoop Spaces. And I'm going to let Chris, before we get started, started to tell y'all a little bit about Hoop Spaces. He is making a name for himself in this basketball talk and game and he like had this whole big twitter spaces and we come together every morning and now he's he's leveled up and he's with amp from amazon and continuing to do big things so right now if you don't know chris get to know him follow all of these great people but 
Chris is blowing up. He's blowing up. So I'm happy I still get to keep his company. So Chris, <laughs> Nana, and Jason, welcome to the show. But Chris, let's just start with you really quickly and tell folks about Hoop Spaces. I, I, I love how you are, are, are treating me like I treat you when you come in. Uh, <laughs> thank you for the uh, wonderful introduction. Uh, shout out to all the listeners of Golden Spaces, uh, one of the best Golden State Warriors pods and, and actually just conversations you can have, period. And, and that's actually what Hoop Spaces is. Um, it, like most people, I'm kind of tired of the big box names. Like, we get it. Uh, it's so thick that we already know what the narrative is going to be by the time it already hits our, our Twitter feed. So if you want something a little bit different, uh, more substantive basketball, you know, check me out. It's at Hoop Spaces on Twitter. But uh, we moved over to AMP, which is uh, powered by Amazon. We'll be building up a better community over there uh, so we can get some good basketball talk. So it, it's that's all it is. Uh, if you got one of those smart devices, uh, you can just say, hey, Alexa, play Hoop Spaces. You know, and it'll, it'll hook you up. 10 a.m. Yeah, download AMP and think of Hoop Spaces like radio, but that you can participate in, you yeah. know? Um, so it's definitely a cool thing. Um but all right, let's let's get started. Unless Nana and Jason, do y'all want to tell the people about I yourself? I just want to say, Chris, I don't want man, to I just want to say, Chris, man, it's an honor to meet you, bro. <laughs> it's it's the first time we've seen each other face to face, but I, I appreciate it, Jason, man. I'm a yeah, fan. Um, you know, I, I know you don't agree with some of my controversial takes. It's okay, though. No, it's your, food t- it's your food takes that I don't agree with. Yeah, bro. Chris has all the food takes, and we both Off get it. Avocado ice cream is that got to go. What are you, Tom Brady? <laughs> nah, but avocado ice cream is real good. I mean, honestly, though, it might be more interesting to talk about his crazy taste in food than the Warriors <laughs> right now. Um, <laughs> all right, so, yeah, let's, yeah. so let's let's dig in, and we're gonna actually be talking about both games collectively, both games as in the back to back that the Warriors are just on. So the Hawks and um, the Memphis Grizzlies tonight. Okay, so. You know, earlier in the game, I was watching the game, and Jason and Nana are both Warriors fans, okay? Um, And and, and all, lifelong for Jason. Um, I'm not sure if that's the case for you, Nana. Forgive me, I don't remember. But I say that because... Um, I've, um, since we've been put on 95.7, the game's YouTube channel, I've had some people calling me out and they said they can't stand me because, you know, I'm a bandwagon fan and, you know, they're going in on me. And I was just like, bro, like I've never professed to be a lifelong Warriors fan, but I'm also not a bandwagon, like not in the true sense. I've been with this team before they started winning championships. Like that is for sure. Um, I just don't really need to police fandom, but just to say, like, Jason is lifelong and he fucks with me. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, people, get over it. Um, (laughs) So, lifelong Warriors fan. Yeah, lifelong Warriors fan. And Nana, who's also, like, she's in Mini now, but, well, I don't know where she is actually physically. She's moved, but she's also from the Bay. So, two Bay Area natives. Um, Calaway now, too. (laughs) Huh? Down, down south Cali right now. Okay. So, so I don't know how y'all are feeling, but for me, it's like I will criticize the team and, you know, Jason, you will too. Nana, you will too. But, and I don't know where you guys stand right now. I sort of know Jason. I've been seeing what you've been saying. So, but 
as much as I criticize them, it's like criticizing fan for me. I'm still riding with them. So like I will go through this podcast tonight and talk about all my thoughts and we'll still tell you that you're going to see the Warriors in this year's finals, right? And Chris and I talked about about it a little bit earlier this afternoon. And um, some people think I'm crazy. They just think I'm being a homer, which is funny because I'm not from the area. But, you know, they just think, like, I'm so biased. But I genuinely believe that. And I, I like to talk about why I believe it. But I'm curious to know, Nana and Jason, before we even just get into these games, what is your current state on this team right now like how are you feeling about this? uh ladies first uh yeah um sorry about that my little troll <laughs> came in um the question you asked was like can you repeat that for me real quick nat can you repeat the question for me nat i just want to know what you think the warrior ceiling is yeah, My yeah ceiling what do you is... think the warrior ceiling is do you still I think the road is so difficult for us right now. And I don't know. I personally think a lot of that is mentally. And is like them just getting in their own way, making their own mistakes. I mean, like, I know you watched today's game. Like, some of these mistakes aren't like, oh, my God, we have to figure out, like, high IQ play. It's just literal common sense mistake happening on the road. And so I tweeted yesterday about, like, some six infinity stones that the Golden State Warriors had, you know. And if you looked at them, it was like defense, rebounding, cutting, um, defense, um, shot making. And I forgot the last one. There's one more. And rebounding, rebounding yep. And I, I think we were down. I, I say we only probably elite on two out of the six. And if we can get it up to like four out of six, and one of them have has to be defense. Like defense cannot be optional. And I know we we have the skill set to play defense. And a lot of that does come with us missing guys. So I am aware of that. But for the most part, when you ask me for the ceiling, like if they can get a couple of more road wins and then sweep the home um, games left and finish with a 43-44 record, I think that's their ceiling. And I, initially, I had them at 45 wins for the season, but it's looking like they can't even get a road win. And we've got, like, how many left? Maybe six? Mm -hmm. And so it's getting tough. Maybe if we if we get GP2 a little sooner than we expect him to come back, I don't I don't know, a little spark, whatever it is that's going on with them. I'm not particularly a big fan of Steve Kerr, but that's another story for another day. And just figure something out within the team. I think our ceiling can really be 45, 46 wins. And then as far as our low, you know, I don't even want to go there because I don't like thinking negative, but we already see it right now on the road. Can we figure out how to get some wins out of those six games, three or four of those games on the road? If we can, then I have our ceiling all the way up there because it'll just turn us up all the way. Because towards the end of the season, you can also factor in teams that want to rest more, tanking, like officially tanking in the end. So not too worried about competition towards the end, the last four or five games is these next six, seven games. Can we get a 4-2 record or a 5-2 record towards the end? Then we should be good. But it's about when can we turn that corner. And okay. we're running. And what do you think, Jason? Uh, the ceiling, obviously, is championship, right? But do you, And do you believe that's still possible? No, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, but the caveat, right, is everybody's healthy, right? Or or there, present. Everybody's available. 
Yes, because Andrew is not unhealthy, but he's not present. If we're if Andrew Wiggins is not part of the team in the playoffs, we're not winning nothing. Agreed. That's just bottom line. We need him. Yes. We can't win without him. Period. Just Andrew? And GP2 as well. So do you think we can win with Andrew with and not GP2 there? Uh I think I think that we could win with if Andrew's there. At 100%, I think we could win with him and without GP2. But I think if both of them there are there in rhythm, we're, we, I, I think we're favorites because I believe in their potential defensively that much. I think they're game they're game changers. They're not just players. And it's not even potential. We watched it. We watch it. We know what they can do. So it's exactly. not about, yeah. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's, my, that's my take. With them, we're winning it all. Without them, we're not winning Nathaniel. Well, just so I can understand, are you saying if Andrew by himself is there, we're we're not winning? It needs to be both, right? GP two and Andrew. So I think I think we can win with only Andrew and not GP two, but with both of them, I believe that it's hundred percent. Yeah, I, I feel the same. Yeah, I think our chances are very low, only because we need both of them. Only because I think some of our core, like especially Draymond. Has mm-hmm. has not been the same, I and agree. I don't think we'll be there. And then I, you also got to add in. I don't even think Steve Kerr has been the same. Like I agree. he's been out of control with these rotations. I don't think Jordan Poole has been the same. Like with that, when you factor that in, like unlike last season, like I'm not even talking about all these other extra players we lost or all that you got. I'm purely talking about the guys we rely on every single day have not been the same. So for me, if Andrew returns, like he has to get in shape too. Y'all forgetting he's been gone for a while. Yes, back in shape is, is a lot that has to come in. And then up on top of that, you're going to need Steph to do historical things, generational things, more generational than he did last season to overcome, which is why the GP2 thing is just to just take that little margin of error and just shrink it a little bit. I'm Increase it, I mean, so that we have some breathing room. And Chris, you're an outsider. So I know, what do you think? I want to know what you think, because I saw some tweets from you and you're like, oh, the Warriors are just like, I don't know if you said trash or bad, but I don't no, remember. What I, I, I said that. And you may have been exaggerating in your or being <laughs> hyperbolic in the way that you do, but you're here. So let me know what you think. Um, the, the, the Warriors are in their, their swan song season. And last year's championship very well may be the last championship, at least for this iteration of what the Warriors are, right? Like this is this is the ugly truth. Uh, this is a combination of father time and a mistake by the front office. Uh, they try to rectify the mistake by trading James Wiseman to regain Gary Payton II. Uh, if you don't get him and Andrew Wiggins, zero chance. Zero. If you get Andrew Wiggins back, I still wouldn't even put you as the favorites. You're not playing well enough on the road to be considered the favorites. And right now at the seventh seed, you're going to have to steal a game away on the road. And, like, to me, it's very reminiscent of the 80 Celtics when Detroit came up and they were just better. Like, the Celtics were still a great but team. But teams aren't better. And that that's, that's mm. I think that's what I'm disputing. So um, this is the reason why I think the Warriors um, are still contenders, can still go all the way. And Chris and I talked about this a little bit earlier. So – like Kevin Durant is hurt right now. 
And all I hear people saying for the Suns is, man, when KD comes back. But they never do that with the Warriors. And neither does our own fan base. So we are the only team that when we are losing with our key guys missing a bulk of the games, that people still expect us to win. And if we don't, we're evaluated as such. So no, we're not winning on the road. But Andrew Wiggins hasn't been there for most of those games. And Steph Curry missed a large chunk of them. So they're not going to win the, on the road. You know, you're not going to win a game when Draymond and, 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 and Andrew Wiggins, who plays arguably the most important position in the league, is out. <laughs> you need people on the wings. Like, it's just not going to happen. And I don't actually think this year's team, honestly, there are differences. But this team, this year's team is not drastically different than last year's team. And what I mean by that is if they would have started this season with, like, the first 15 games at home, <laughs> they would have had a nice cushion just like they did last year. And when the injuries came, they would have been able to sustain that cushion. The Warriors were a 500 team last year once people started going down. And I heard all the same shit from everybody. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it was fake. What they did in the beginning of the season wasn't real. It was literally the same talk. It's like because people hadn't seen it since the beginning of the season, then they didn't believe that they could do it. And it was Clay's first full year back and all this. Now we just watched them win a championship. And I hear everybody saying they got to show you again that they can do it. Like, I don't think this is as complicated as everyone is making it seem. They have missed players. And when you miss players and, and different people are playing different night, different roles every night, when Jordan Poole is starting one week, then he's off the bench another week. Then he's asked to, to be more like Steph one day. Then he's asked to attack. Then he's, that's a lot to ask of a young player, right? He, his role is not defined consistently in this team. Okay, as much as I love Loon, he is not meant to be playing all the minutes he is playing, right? Like, you're just not going to get Steph, Dre, and Clay to care about the regular season in this way. They didn't even look like they cared about this game tonight. At this point, all these guys want to do is just get in as a six seed or higher. That's it. They don't care. I think the, 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 the season. And, like, it's just been so taxing on them mentally. Like, to try to, like, make some huge run right now and prove something, I don't think matters to them. I think once the postseason starts, it's a new season. What they didn't do before doesn't matter. And of all these teams, they are the only team that has a history of always winning a game on the road. They only got to win one game on the road, guys. That's it. They don't have to win a bazillion games on the road. They are the only team that has the history of doing it. So that's great that you have faith in all these other teams that have better records. But the, the, the thing is, in the, in the postseason, teams game plan for you. They actually take the time to game plan for you. And it's very different. What they do in the regular season doesn't just translate over to the postseason. And so... It might be the Warriors' swan song. It may be their last year. I won't believe it until I see a team beat them four times. But I just think there's a lot being made of the Warriors' 
record and their struggles without people like actually looking at what is happening and why they're losing. And most of these games, they're in it. <laughs> like these teams are not just bullying over them and steamrolling them. Like even tonight, if you looked at this final score, you would think like that's what happened because it just got away at the end, but it wasn't. It was a it's, one point it's game. Not about bullying. Just like last night in Atlanta. But my no, but it does matter because my point in saying that is they're in these games with these teams missing some of their key guys. So if they're in these games with these teams, and let's take out the Grizzlies because they don't have John Morant, but they're playing all these other teams and they're right there with them. And and then you see like the settling for shots at the end. To me, that's what I saw. That's the signs of like a tired team. It's an old team. They don't feel like going for it. Like, do you really, do you really truly think Stephen Curry, Draymond Green and Klay Thompson, take everyone else out, do you really think they truly have forgotten how to close games? Do you really think after winning all those championships and just winning that they really don't know it's best to attack and drive versus going for threes? Do you well, really look no, at that? I, I, I don't, but I don't need to know that. It, it, the issue isn't whether we know they know how to do it. The issue it is. is the other teams aren't afraid anymore. But who cares? They, they don't. They, they don't have. They weren't winning because other teams were afraid of them. They're winning because they're better. And I like. I just don't believe you're correct. Like I don't think other teams do not fear them. Like they can go in there and think the Grizzlies talk like they don't fear them. And then what happens? Like it doesn't. Like I don't care if teams fear them or not. The point is they have superior talent than the other teams, right? In many of these series, Steph is going to be the best player on the court. So the Grizzlies, they should fear the Warriors, but they don't. And that's why they always get embarrassed when it comes to a series, right? They've won their two games at home, and the Warriors have won their two games at home. And by the way, they won it without Steph Curry being there. They embarrassed <laughs> them on Christmas Day. They've they, embarrassed them multiple no, times. I, I get so that. They don't, like, who cares? Don't fear them. And you still get embarrassed when you don't fear them. Fear them and you still lose. Like, fear is not irrelevant. It's talent. It's talent and ability, not fear. Well, it, it's, it's talent and ability, but that talent and ability has to rise to the moment. And then oftentimes what happens when you have a dominant team, and the Warriors have been a dominant team, the Spurs were a dominant team, the Lakers and Kobe were a dominant team. Every time you go back and get this dynasty with a dominant team, teams that play them, even really good teams, they can't get over that mental hurdle of beating this dominant team. That is an essence of a fear. Now, you, you they don't want to label it as a fear, but if you sat down and talked it out with a counselor, that is a fear. They don't have that any longer. They do. They can say, we're going to take the field. And I don't agree with you on that. I haven't seen that in the playoffs yet. You see how teams show up every time the Warriors come to town? There's literally no evidence that they don't fear the Warriors. Shea was out. I tell you, any other team, he's not coming back from his injury. But he comes back to play. Like, this always happens with teams. They're locked in. They're dialed in for the Warriors. If they're not a real threat anymore and you don't take them seriously, why do you get like that. Why did the Boston Celtics in Boston play Jason Tatum for almost the entire game if you don't fear the Warriors? I was there. I was talking to Al Horford, and they were like, man, this is a great team, 
Like we really needed to get this. We wanted this. The team, the players are not saying what you're telling me. And well, I get not, that, but we just watched Jared Jackson Jr. just steamroll his his shoulder into your chest <laughs> with no, zero hesitation. And this is a dude who's not a jam player. But why wouldn't he do that? Like, he sees smaller players on him. He sees Jonathan Kaminga on him. Like, he's not going to be afraid of those guys. But the fear is not about him being afraid of Jonathan Kaminga. It's about when it's two minutes in a game, one minute in a game, and it's tight, and they start seeing Stephen Curry and Clay do what they do. Can they match that? It's about saying, do you really trust Desmond Bain to step up and do that in those moments. Do you believe that Aaron Gordon, this guy who y'all claim to be an all-star this year, <laughs> is gonna step up and do those things? Okay. That Michael that Porter Jr. That Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray are not gonna get picked on. Like you're talking about them being fair. Like this is not about fearing the Warriors. The Warriors are more talented. They are better. They are better. Even if they have not showed it and played it, they are better and they have the experience. The only time the Denver Nuggets have ever succeeded in the postseason was in the bubble. We've never seen them do but anything this is, outside this is of the why, bubble. This is why I compared them to the 80 Celtics. Because this is exactly what they said about the 80 Celtics until Isaiah Thomas the and the Celtics, the 80 Celtics have their t- players missing a majority of the season? Well, well, yeah, at that point, yeah, the throughout the season they had. Did they have the best player in the NBA? Oh, Larry Bird was arguably top three. He yeah. wasn't the best. Well, Steph Curry's arguably not the best this season. He's- he is the best player. No, hey, hey, no, 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 no. Arguably hold on, hold on, hold on. this season, he's not. Chris, he's Chris, 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 Chris. Why is he not? He's averaging 30 on 50, 40, 90. Hold on, hold on. Before he went out. better defense than he has in his career. This is literally 2016, but he hasn't played many games. If he plays at least 60 games, he's running over the MVP this year. You know that. It's just that health is the reason that Steph is not I don't even care about the MVP award. And I'm just saying his argument of he's not the best player in the NBA this year. That's fine. That's subjective. And if people think. I have a question. I have a question for Chris. Yeah. Chris, before Steph went down with that injury to his shoulder, was he not the best player in the league? I had him like at two or three, to be honest. Okay. But he was up there in your opinion. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's all he, I wanted. To, I just he, wanted to. Had he stayed healthy, your argument of him being the MVP uh, would come down to narrative. But I think he would be up there. Yes. But okay. in this season, he's just not because he didn't play enough games. Okay. So you're but what you're not saying is that he's not the best player. You're saying he didn't play enough games okay. to be the best player. And that's the best point that I wanted to get to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That is what I'm saying. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter you, in a series. He's still the best player on the yeah. court in most series, and not and most teams don't have a player that can match that same level. Correct, one hundred percent. The only the only two dudes are in the Eastern Conference. So that's what I'm saying. So, like, yeah. first of all, you always to me, like, if, if, I guess what I'm saying is, I don't think this road record thing is a real thing, right? And 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 this is why I'm going to say that. Because it's like people who believed last year that Steph was declining because he had an extended shooting slump, worst of his career. And there were legitimately people saying, like, it happens. It starts to happen. And there were people like me who were saying, y'all are fucking stupid. He's not in decline. (laughs) And he came back and did it. And what I'm trying to tell you is this whole road record thing is not real. The Warriors just did not wake up this season and forget how to win on the road, right? That's not what happened. When you... Like, they they did take a hit 
with losing certain players, right? But Dante, I always said Dante was, it's not a direct one-to-one, so I hate it when people compared him to GP2, but I was always comfortable with the Dante pickup. It's Jamichael who didn't pan out. It's not Dante, it's Jamichael, right? We don't talk really. And what people don't remember is we Dante was hurt at the beginning of the season. So when we and and that's also when they were trying to do the Wiseman thing and go in on him. So when people, because if you remember, and still to this day right now, the Warriors starting five is the best starting five in the league by miles, by like substantially. So when people are just like, these other teams are better, where? Like the the evidence doesn't even indicate that. We just haven't had our five players on the court. And so the reason why I'm saying it matters for purposes of the postseason, because we know they're only going eight, nine deep. Like mm-hmm. you're you're not seeing, you're not seeing two-way players in the fucking playoffs. You're not seeing all these guys. I know you're making a face about Lamb. You might see Lamb like the way you, <laughs> <laughs> you might see Lamb like the way you saw Belly. But my point is that they're not minutes. I don't I don't think Lamb is gonna get more minutes than Kaminga. Lamb is definitely playing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't I don't think he's playing the way that like when I say he's playing, meaning like Belly saw the minutes in the postseason. He wasn't in every game. He wasn't a main key guy. That's what I'm saying. You're not. Kurt thinks he's Boris Diaw two point. You're, but you're not seeing him like that. Their their playoff rotation, assuming they all their guys, is going to be Steph, Clay, Dre, Loon, um, Wiggs, right? So though if if, if they're probably- <laughs> I saw that face. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying if they are intact, their starting yeah. five is Steph, Dre, Clay, Loon, Wiggs. That's their starting five, right? The rest of their rotation is Jordan, Dante, GP2, Kaminga. Though like those are your 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 nine main guys right and then lamb will see some minutes sparingly and if andre would have still been there lamb probably wouldn't see minutes he probably wouldn't even be on the team which is like and by the way andre might be back for the postseason we don't know so everything if we're gonna gonna pin this on andre that's no i'm not i'm not no she's not pinning on i'm not pinning it on andre i'm just saying who they're rotating. I'm just messing. But please, let me get at my point. So yeah. what I'm saying is that, like, those are the rotation guys. How many of those guys have even been here and played during this season? That's yeah. my point. So when you're evaluating the Warriors based on Lamb and 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 Jer- Ty Jerome being out there <laughs> and. And, and everyone playing out of position. And Dante talks about this. When I was over there and I asked him, what's the impact on the team when you have so many guys out? And he's like, the impact is a lot because guys are playing more minutes than they typically play. Guys are playing out of their position. They're having to do more. And that's exhausting. And that makes them tired. Right. And so, but no, like fans and people don't want to account for that. They're just like, no, they got to win. They look terrible. They look off. And it's annoying to watch. We're annoyed as fans to watch. But I'm just saying that is the reality. And so when you get to the postseason, it doesn't fucking matter what their record was in the regular season. Once you get to the postseason, it's a brand new.
brand new season and they're just like refreshed and they're ready to go and the nine people who have to play on the court they're ready to go that's it and so i to me to me to me it's doubt the warriors at your own risk doubt they love it I love it, but I'm just saying doubt the Warriors at your own risk because all of these notions of them being done are based off of a team that has not been intact the entire season. The entire season. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in, these deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. For all NBA, for all NBA Warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. Now, if you say to me, I don't think they can do it because I don't believe they're going to have all their guys, that's a different thing. But y'all are just like, they're not good anymore. Are they not good or have they just been missing players? And those are two different things. Well, except when it comes to time, because we've already said you're going to require time for these players to get ramped up, to get back into their regular, you know, roles. That's going to take time. And you, if you stay in the system. That's you know who many, else said that? You know who else they said that about? <laughs> how many, they said that about uh, Stephen Curry Steph, last yeah. year. Do y'all yeah, remember Steph, that? Yeah, they said that about last year. Steph, Clay, and Dre played how many games together last year? And also, let me ask you, Chris. After 2019, <laughs> what was the general <laughs> consensus consensus of the media? What was the general? It's over. They're never. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, and then 2020, they doubled down. Yeah, 2020, they doubled down, and in 2021, they said it's confirmed. Like they're never. 2021, they're like they're never ever going to be past a mid team. Then Clay returns, and they're finally a full team again. And then even that year, nobody gave him a chance last year. Nobody. Besides, no, like, no, I, I actually did. Like I did. She'll say well, I heads, but well, I did. Well, the mass majority. No, did. he did at the beginning, and then he switched, and he wants the front like he didn't. I, he I did not. Whole, he, oh my god! And because you're gonna make me, because you know I save receipts, I'm gonna go back in our DMs and pull it. Because I was like, what are you saying to me right now? He's like, oh man, it, it like, looked I good, did, but like I still, like, I still said was, it. Like I called one it. of these people, and like yeah. Jason, you know this. You know this about me because you know. I was not a James Wiseman hater, but I also was not someone who thought he could help us right now. And right. Chris 
used to be oh, I'm, I'm like, big James oh, Wiseman. they got James Wiseman coming up. And I was like, okay, please. Uh, I wish yeah. I would stop with the James Wiseman thing. He's not coming back to help the team. And so last year when it was announced that Wiseman wasn't coming back, Christmas is like, I just, I don't see it because you're not going to have Wiseman. And I remember saying, what? Like, well, yeah. our, and I changed the, but I changed, did I change somebody else going to the finals? No, I, but it doesn't matter. You said, I just don't see it. So that means we're winning. Like, I thought you were going to lose to Boston. Like, why, why is that such a bad thing? I don't, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but your point did change. So, no, you did not. Yeah, the finals, you switched views, and you're not going to get credit. I would have given you credit. I would, because you were with us the whole time. And then because James Wiseman wasn't coming back, he thought that they weren't going to go anywhere. Why was James Wiseman your make or break? I'm we're not. We're not going to slander James Wiseman. No, I'm not going to slander because James he, Wiseman. He, That's not the yeah, point. The he, point is that that this is still about all due respect to Chris because I love his basketball mind, but this is about to me an old school approach to basketball where people kind of harp on size and what it means. Yeah, and, and 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 so I think for some people who just can't get past that, it's like, well, you need to have that person. And Chris and I were talking about this earlier today, and y'all can tell me if you disagree, but we all agree that the front court is that is thin. I think mm-hmm. everyone on here agrees with that. But I'm saying the only team that's an issue for is arguably the Bucks. There's no other team that Sixers probably. And who? The six sixers. Oh, okay. Yes, that's fair. Or just the East. He he told yeah, me the Knicks earlier. He said they broke. What? <laughs> Yo, like you 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 discount the Knicks at your own risk. Bro. The what? Like they they the control who? pace. They're who? top three rebounding team. Like, yeah, who? y'all keep saying who? The you, Knicks? Because you have, uh, look, y'all keep saying breath. who? Stay with your chest. Who? Who are you talking about? Right. I said the Knicks. I said watch the out. The Knicks he's giving luck to, but the Warriors. <laughs> All right, like, I'm not seeing the thing is like Randall I didn't say the Knicks are going to win the championship. Yo, like she, you no, I didn't Randall, say they're going to win the championship. What I'm saying is like Julius a lot Randall of people discounting. All right, hold on, hold on, one at a time. Yeah. Go ahead, Chris, and then you think a team that's led by Julius Randle is going to stop us? No, see, you're not. I never said they were going to win the championship. I said like a lot of people discounted the Knicks the, the entirety of the season, despite them getting demonstrably better. But right? what is discounting and, them? What What does that mean? You mean like like just saying like. Like, I don't think they'll make the championship. I don't so, think so, discounting them. So, so to me, it's like discounting what they've done this season, right? It's like the same type of blind faith that the Warriors are just going to put it together for the playoffs. It's like it's, it's, it's discounting faith. what they're that's doing right faith. now. It's almost insulting to suggest that's blind faith for four-time champions. A team it's not because it's this season. Yes, it's this but season. They, it's this season, but they have been doubted repeatedly many years. Even during the KD years, even other years, people are like, oh, the Rockets are going to take... Like 7 and 29 on the road in any of those seasons. Like, it's not this a problem year, until, you, this year, until you come this year up all, This year, more teams than ever have losing record road records or have lost more on the road than any other season, right? So either you think that's real... Or it's not. Like, at some point, we have to also understand that things change in the NBA. People rest guys. Guys don't care about it as much. That's just what it is. So is is it really that this team has forgotten how to win games? Or is it just some outlier weird thing? And so, Let me me ask you this. 
let's say it gets to the point where it's 3-0 now because you can't win on the road and you got to win on the road. What are you going to do? You, are you going to say you're going to run off four victories in a row? Where would it be 3-0? It goes two, then two, then two, then well, two. Well, I mean, if you get past the, the, the first round, like if it goes two and two, they win the first two. They get into Golden State, right? Because they're going to be the home team because you're the seventh seed, right? So, like, if you don't win the first one of the first two games, you go in 0-2. What if they take that third game, and now they're up 3-0? And you've got to now win four games. There's no team going up 3-0 on the Warriors. The Warriors have never – Steph has never gone less than six games in the well, series. Yeah, but, but that, again, that's, that's not happening. this season. That can ha- cannot happen this season. No, yet. it cannot happen this no. season. Steph Curry is the best player no, in the series. Not. I think a team is going up 3-0 on them. That's no. because if we're the if Jason we are look who we're no, no, no. I was actually about no, to let me add to that. Because we're either facing the Nuggets, the Grizzlies, or the Kings. So what makes you think any of those three teams can 3-0 us right away? And the because Nuggets are not good on the road either. They're not hold you to lose. Here's the thing, though. They're not going away either. Nuggets. I agree with Nat, and Nana probably agrees with me too. The postseason is a totally different season, and up until I see with my own eyes the Warriors get totally defeated in four games and a seven-game series, nobody's beating them three-zero in the playoffs. That's not happening until I see that with my own eyes, and I can say, no, "Oh I, yeah, we're getting totally dominated." That's not happening because. On the road, you get two days rest plus a game plan. Exactly. That's not that that's not during the than going in the regular season and like, oh yeah, we're just playing on the road. That's a totally different mind state. It's a totally different game plan. And I just can't see that happening because of their pedigree. And no, the I Warriors are the Warriors are one of the best teams in planning for people and exactly. game planning for them. They've proven this throughout. They all they are the only team. None of these other teams. They are the only team that have in every playoff series they've ever played in gone in and won a game. None of these other teams have that history. So why do you have so I remember the year when KG and Paul Pierce went to the Nets. The Nets beat the Heat. Year. The Nets beat the Heat <laughs> in every regular season game that season. Yeah. You know how many they won in the postseason? Not a. That was a bad year. Paul Pierce wish he had that year back. That was a bad trade. That was a very bad trade. But but see, that's that's also the beauty of the NBA because like everything you say is true, but everything is beholden to the past. True. Like this is this is why the main strategy for like Budenholzer, which comes from the pop tree, so this is a pop thing. This is a Kerr thing. Even Phil Jackson would say this because he said this: you get that first round by, so you play at home, so that yeah. when you get that second round, you're playing at home. So yeah. if you happen to be the higher seed in the in the conference finals, you're playing at home. But really, it's that first series. Because yeah. that's the, what's going to get you. But you understand that if the Warriors play the Kings, that's a home game for them, right? No, not this season. Okay. It's This season's different. Okay. Like, I, I, that's the problem. It hasn't been different. As exciting yeah, well, as... It's the first time they've on, been in the playoffs exci- in 20 years. As exciting as the Kings are and as exciting as their fan base is, 
they didn't even vote their guy into the all-star game okay like i'm telling you that the warriors it will be a home game for them it will be lots of happy kings fans there but what i'm saying is you're gonna see it was just a home game in in atlanta for the warriors like it's it's what i'm just saying like it's right down the road from chase you're going to see that arena filled half of it at a minimum with Warriors fans. And they also won't need to travel like that, which is a big thing versus if they got anyone else in the first round, they have to travel to Memphis. They, they just going right down the street. If it's I'm just letting you know, there are people not paying their smud bill right now to save them for those Kings. Warriors. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm not saying that the Kings will not have fans in there. I don't think I he know, understands the impact of Steph Curry. Yeah, I know they're hungry. A lot of Curry. I know that they're hungry. All of that. What I'm saying though, is that's going to be like, a home series for the Warriors if they end up going there. It will. It's right down the street from San Francisco. That's a, that's a three one. That's a three one, Chris. Look, look yeah. I, I I understand like what you're if saying. If we get the Kings, it's four one. I, I, I look. I love the faith and and I love the fact that you are are all ten toes down here. But like the issue is the possibility. And, and, like, I just don't hear the acceptance of the possibility. We've already acknowledged that at the very no, beginning. You just said that you were going to walk away beating the Kings. The, the, kings, kings, are aren't, the kings aren't a factor, bro. Like, like They don't even play defense. They go to Come on, work. man. Let's be for real. Let's be for real. The yeah, Kings they, are a nice story. The reason we're not taking a team like the Kings seriously is because when you're just relying on offense the entire game, Right. Like, like we can say the Warriors haven't played great defense the whole season, but they've had stretches throughout this season where they've been a top five defense. Right. Like the point is, they've showed you when they want to, they can still do that. I've never seen the Kings show us that they can be a defensive team. They're just outscoring people and they have a potent offense. We all know that that goes away in the postseason. So, again, this is not about because I love the Kings. I'm a big De'Aaron Fox fan, but that's why Mike Brown is concerned. He's like, y'all got to because like at, at some point. You got to play defense. When teams start to game plan for you, all that shit you're getting. It's why it's in part why Jordan Poole is struggling this year because teams are game planning for him now. And he still has to learn how to do that. And that's what I'm saying. These guys know what they're going to see in the postseason. These other teams, Denver, though, that little bubble they had, that wasn't real postseason play. <laughs> can, can I ask you a question? What's up? What was the Golden State Warriors defensive rating or, or you know, the ranking, not rating, but ranking their first championship year? They were top probably, it, probably number one. They were probably one number one defense. They've always been like a top one or two defense. All right. Yeah. When they, yeah. Do, so you think they can get to that level this I don't think, but I don't think they need to be that level. They need to be a top 10 defense and they just need to pay top five defenses at, at, at moments in the game okay. and when to do that. And that's so, all they need to do. And I mean, do I they think? already are top five at home right now. They're already top five at home right now. Home. They just got to get that on the road. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but the, that's the problem. Yeah, but they 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 haven't. Had <laughs> like that's, Jason's problem. He knows exactly that's the problem. No, we're no one's disputing that. But Chris, like their their defense isn't going to be top five on the road when Andrew Wiggins isn't there. That's my point. Like if Andrew Wiggins is playing and 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 GP two is playing and they have their defensive guys, the defense is going to be better. So that's what we're saying. Like you're. 
talking about a team when Jordan Poole is out there and you're talking about a team, no disrespect to Jordan, but like, it is what it is. You're talking about them when they got Anthony Lamb out there and you're saying like, they're not a top five defense. No shit. They're not going to be with those. I I, I get it, but I just... Yes, because I'm here. I'm with you. I get it. But you're not giving the same deference to the team that's obliterating defenses wherever they go. Do you get it? Like, yes. on the road is a game of runs, and the crowd is on the opposing team's side. Exactly. So when Anthony Lamb, like, let's say, keeps overhelping and lets three threes go in a row, nine points is like 19 points on the road. That's the difference. It's not going to happen come, like, he's not playing those minutes. He's not going to be in these rotations. We're not going to play Jamichael Green and pull together, which I don't know why he does that all the time. We're already dead in the water. We're not stopping nobody as soon as those two get on the court together. And they just attack both of them, and we can't guard on the inside, we can't guard on the outside. It always happens. So come playoff time, like, that's going to change. And, like, Kaminga's going to get healthier, but he's coming off an injury. People don't know. He's going to be having a huge role. Um, if there's one team that I believe can change the season around, it's this team. And they have and given it's not up a road against. thing. It's not a yeah. road thing. It's a it's a the players on the court thing. And I think that's why I get so annoyed by the conversations, because it's just like, oh, yeah, look, they suck. Well, no shit. Like, there's people not playing. Like, I just I just don't understand why. And, again, it's only done with the Warriors. Because what do you hear about the Suns all the time? Man, when Kevin Durant comes, how – but well, they don't well, say, like, when the Warriors well, I, get their I said guys the same back. Thing, I, I said the same thing that I would say if Curry was out. Like, if, if KD doesn't play, they, they have zero chance. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the oh. talk is, like, the, the Suns can be real when they get KD oh. back. But no one says, oh, the Warriors can be real when they have their team intact. It's now, like, oh. Now, what do you mean is it's not a road thing? Because it is a road thing. What? The Warriors. No, when I say it's not a road thing, people are making this decision like they just can't play on the road. And what I'm saying is the reason it happens is because of the players were missing guys. Listen, when you play on the road, the road is the road is about your star stepping up, right? It's not about the role players stepping up. The role guys, they need home. They need the chairs. They need all that. And with the way that this team is constructed, they are not constructed in a way that they can withstand, that they can withstand not having their full team and then go win on the road. And that's really the difference between this year and last year's team, right? So the biggest thing for the Warriors is that they need all their guys. Like before, you could be down an Andre Iguodala and it would hurt, but they could still win, right? And that's the difference. You cannot be down in on you can't you can't be down to Andrew Wiggins and they're still gonna win, right? Because mm-hmm. outside of tonight, you've been seeing Steph perform and do what he does on the road. But yeah. you don't see some of those guys who show up at Chase always like performing on the road. And that and I, that's what I'm saying. I got a counter to that. I get what you're saying. I'm glad you mentioned the stars. Put Steph aside because he has shown up this season on the road. Mm-hmm. Draymond and Clay. Like Let's put Wiggins to the side. I get Wiggins is not here. I get GP2. Draymond and Clay on the road. It's a conversation that needs to be had. I agree. Because, because that, you because you said the stars, because you're right. Because I know Dante hasn't been that great on the road. I know Paul hasn't been that good, but you're right. That's not their job. We're telling them to perform more than what their minimum. And like when you're asking role players to do more, like star player job, like that's when you, you know, you got to throw your hands out. I'm saying right now, Let's focus on Clay and Draymond. What have they been doing on the road? Because they they have not been good at all. 
at all. And they have just been escaping slander. Like, we've been like, oh, Poole's doing this. Dante can't make a shot. Oh, Steve can't coach. But we're, the two guys right there that I want to, like. Oh, they don't escape on. anything from me. I mean, I don't, I don't slander our guys, so that's not my style. But they're not above criticism for me. Yeah. What I will say about Dre, and it's not something that I love about him, but this is just how Dre is. He just doesn't show up for every game. And he tells us that on his podcast and all the time. You know, so it sucks and I don't like it, but that's just what it is, you know, but when Dre decides he wants to show up and do something, he does it right. And, and we know that. So it's just really a matter of, I just got to accept that that's what he's going to do. Like, it's not enjoyable to watch the Warriors. I want to make that clear. I'm not enjoying watching this season. It's not yeah. enjoyable, but it doesn't mean that I still don't know what their capabilities are. Yeah, what I know. You and when you them? say like when Dre doesn't show up, like I get it. His excuse used to be to like certain teams. That used to be his thing. Like, oh, this tanking team, I don't show up. To. But now it's coming to like the big competitions on the road. Like that Clipper game, that Clipper game, would he allow Russell Westbrook to do? really cost us the game. You know, it's one thing to not let a player shoot the ball. I get it. Russ shoot all you want. It's another thing to keep letting him fly around, get all these offensive mm-hmm. rebounds, and, like, give him, like, second, third, fourth chance. That's another ball game. No, so no. Okay. I'm similar to Jason. I'm sorry, Jason. I'm going to let you go. Jason and I have very similar views about Dre now. I don't express them as much on the timeline because I just don't talk to him, talk about him that much, because I've just, from the Jordan incident, I've sort of been over Dre. But, but the one thing I will say in fairness to Dre, like we got to understand because of the way the Warriors play and because their front court depth is so lacking, you're asking Dre to do a lot and it's a big toll on his body. Right. And so I just don't think it's, it's realistic or fair to, to think and ask him to kind of show up in that way for every game of the season, for the entire game. That's why you needed more front court depth to help him. And it's him and Loon, really, and that's it. And then you're playing Lamb or you're, or you're playing, um, you, you don't want to play Kaminga, then you finally start to play him, but then you pull him and you yank him and you don't want to give PBJ a shot. And it's all these things, but it's basically just Dre and it's Loon and that's a lot. So while... I don't agree with his approach. I also understand why he does what he does to preserve his body because we need Dre for 16 games in the postseason. That's what we need him for. They got to get through the season. They got to get there, but that's what we need him for. And he's already pretty banged up. Yeah, I will uh, echo everything Nat just said, to be quite honest with you. Draymond, uh, what is it? This is nine. This will be nine years if we make the playoffs and go through the postseason to the finals, nine years, it equals like my math is bad, but probably two additional or three additional seasons of play for Draymond at, and not just regular play, high level play. He's helping, he's recovering his body, his back. He had a back injury last year, which he's probably still dealing with this year. I think it's pretty uh, remarkable that he's been available for this many games this year. It's a contract year. I know what he's doing. Uh, I know that he's being available so he can show that he's worth the money that he's going to demand in the offseason. That's fine. Whatever. I don't care. Uh, But he's banged up. His body has been through a roller coaster of everything for the last eight years. I think it's pretty 
I think it's pretty naive to think that he's going to be defensive player of the year, Draymond, for 82 games a year, uh, every single year from this year going forward. So that being said, um, if he's good for 16, I'm happy with that because 16 of defensive player of the year, Draymond, I like our chances. And I think that's what he's preserving his body for to Nat's point. I don't think we're, you know, for the big matchups during the year, Christmas Day game, uh, the rivalry games, he shows up. He showed up for the Memphis game on Christmas. He showed up for the Celtics game. He shows up for the big game. So you know what we have in Draymond. He's there still. But like you said the other day, a game in March, he's he don't care. He don't care. And that sucks because I don't want to hear a player on my favorite team tell me, I don't care about this game. I'm not showing up. I don't want to hear that as a fan, but I understand. And they gave us four championships, so I'll give him that grace. And the other thing about Clay, to your point, we've seen, and and this is why it's so important what Jason said earlier about how they have so many nights off between games in the postseason, things like that, because we've actually seen Clay's performance between games. And I just think that it happens to be that it's been at home, but I think it would have been the same if they were on the road. But we've seen his performance when he's had like two nights off between games, the difference in his performance. This schedule in March is hell. They only have one night off between every game. So when I looked at it and saw, I said, man, this is going to be a tough stretch for the Warriors. So really, all we should be hoping is that they make it within the top six, and that's it. But if you just know that the team is older, like, I could just see it tonight. Like, like Steph and Clay, they were just not... Like they're just not getting up for this game. And so you're making my argument for me. No, I'm not. Because what I'm saying is like, they don't care about this right now. They only care about winning and the postseason when you have two nights off between games is not the same. They will care then because they care about winning another championship. They don't care about meeting y'all standards of you got to win on the road. It's not about meeting standards. It's about expectation. And y'all are expecting them to turn the light switch. They are expecting to turn the light switch. And I'm sitting here like, yo, the light switch has been turned. No, it hasn't. It has. <laughs> no, it hasn't. <laughs> Absolutely, it has. No, when because when we're saying turn the light switch on, we're saying play a certain way and be locked in for the whole game consistently for a period of games. And we're saying no, they haven't. Like they turn it on for a game at a time. Oh, the Grizzlies want to talk shit. No, I, I get wanna- that. Bob wants to say that's what we're saying. They don't. They're just like, okay, we got them back to back. The whatever. It might be a bad bad philosophy what they're doing right now, Chris, which is, yeah, none of this really matters. Uh, We'll turn it on when the playoffs. But we all do that. But we know that they, we know that when they turn it on, it's a different ball game. It might be a bad thing. We all do that in life. So this is why I don't understand criticizing them. Like everyone can act like they show up for work in their best form every day. But like, I I don't (laughs) like when, when that, when there's something I've been doing for a long time and I'm great at it, I don't approach it the same way as like in the beginning when I'm first hungry, like right now I'm fiercely attacking my new job and career and it gets all my time and my hours and everything, I'm telling you, that will not be it for the rest of my life. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that my work is going to become stuff. Oh, 
have they been good at, at, on the road at all at any point in the season? They even haven't had their eyes. Even but, in the beginning. No. Okay. No. Steph, okay. I want to just tell y'all something because <laughs> no. Steph, Wiggins, Clay, and Dre have missed a combined 80 games this season. Mm-hmm. 80 games. So it's like you're saying, like, have they been good, but not. What I'm trying to tell you is they cannot withstand missing anybody. Like, that's what you're saying. Like, no, they haven't won. Have they been good is a different question. Because even if you look at the games from earlier in the season to now, they've actually played better on the road. But the outcome is the same, but they've actually played better. So everyone is just upset that the outcome is the same that they lost, but they actually have played better than they were playing better in okay, the season. Okay, okay. Forget about the outcome. How about in the game when you're watching, when you watch them like today? Yes, they've today. had moments of playing well. How they have guarded that three-point line. They have not the entire, they have the three-point like, line well all season. But yeah, they, that's, they, what they, I'm, that's what I'm asking. They didn't last year either, Nana. Yeah. That's what but I'm saying. But right now, teams are like, Draymond's out here poking them via podcast. They're going to come in here. <laughs> we did that so last season. And then it's we like. literally did the same thing last season. Like, y'all are acting like there's a difference. Draymond was talking shit on that podcast. Hey, like, I, I am not. Yeah. yeah I am hey, not. I'm saying talking. that you are banking on them who have missed X amount of games already playing together to go. Yes, because why would I think it's like me and, and, and my best friend. Sometimes I don't talk to her for a year. And you know what? When we get together, the jokes and the chemistry is all the same. You're thinking that Steph, Clay, Dre, and, and, and Wiggins need all this time to like, reacquaint themselves with one another and i'm saying and gp2 has been on this team already so when people are just it's not like kevin durant joining the suns and never having played with them before these are guys who have played together and won together so yes am i banking on four guys having chemistry who've done it before yes like i to me i think it's weird that y'all are like they need to get into shape. That part I get. Like, get up to speed and and get their bodies. That. But when people are like, you know, they haven't played. And it was stupid last year. I'm like, what What? what do you mean? Like, Steph and Clay and Dre haven't played, so it's going to be an issue. They Like, they've been playing their whole fucking careers together. It was bizarre to me when people made that statement. And it's bizarre to me now. What do you think is going to happen when Andrew comes back? He needs, like, 50 games to get acquainted with his teammates? He needs to get his his um, conditioning back up, but they already know how to play together. I know they know how to play together. I'm, I'm, saying, not, I'm just saying. I'm, yeah, I'm not questioning that they know how to play. I'm just questioning them enabling this bad habit behavior. At some point, you got to say bad habits could follow you along. So you got to like cut it while you can. Like you Absolutely, can't just say bad That's my only thing. I'm like enough of this bad habits because like it's not about conditioning age and nothing for you to guard that three-point line. Okay, it's just a bad habit. It's just you new. And the way y'all talk is like it's new. It was the same thing last season. They didn't go back and look. They didn't guard the three well last year either. Yeah, but we covered it up in a different area. Now we covered it up too. Like if we didn't guard the three point very well, we weren't rebounding this badly. We weren't like because we're we're doing a bunch of things together. At a bunch of bad habits. Why aren't we rebounding well? Why is that happening? Because we're very small. Because he plays a very small lineup. Exactly. Andrew hasn't been out there. GP2 used to also help with that. He wasn't there. 
and the the the, the auto replacement didn't pan out, right? Yeah. So that's that's my point. That's why they're not rebounding well. But now when you get everyone back on the court together and you do have Andrew out there and you have some of those other guys, then they get back to being a better team because that's what they are they don't have one guy who's just like their rebounder but as a team the Warriors collectively have always been a good rebounding team but they don't have the players on the court to do that it all goes back to who they have on the court so y'all are like well they're not doing what they did last year well yes those guys are not playing so you're not going to see that For all NBA Warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. Can I ask you three a question? Go ahead. What, I want your reaction. What, what is your reaction when you hear this? At the 542 mark in the second quarter, to Michael Green and Anthony Lamb are checking in for Andrew Wiggins and Trey Martin. No, that doesn't make me feel In good. the playoffs? Yeah, in that the don't playoffs. Make me feel good. No, that's no, no, not that's happening. That's that doesn't not, make me okay. Okay, you don't think it, you don't think there's a chance of that happening okay, you know if what? Andrew Wiggins doesn't He's come back kind of slow, so maybe right before the like playoffs. Like chance, but no, like no. That, okay. I don't know okay. in what world that would be possible. Draymond Green was playing like shit, and it took her everything to even bench him. And he only did it on offense, defense. Like, Kerr is going with his guys. Kerr would play Andre Iguodala on a broken leg before he would go <laughs> he to, 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 he would. Oh, I, don't think, I don't think you understand Kerr. No, like, I, I, I think, I think the question, the, bull, the question will the bull, is valid. He will do the bullshit all season. But let me tell you, those, Andrew is playing. He's playing. Like he, Jermichael Green and 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 Lamb are not taking Wiggins minutes. That's not happening. Jason, you you lean forward because you know exactly what I'm saying. Like it can happen. There's uh, a possibility. I, I believe that Anthony Lamb will be getting playoff minutes. Absolutely in the first round. But as we yeah. go forward, probably not. But. In the first two rounds. Definitely. But that's not what he's saying. And I've already acknowledged that. Belly was not taking Andrew Wiggins' minutes. He's getting minutes the way Belly was getting minutes. They're yeah. sparingly. And it's like, it's it's like, it's not like, oh, let me sup. Like, I don't even know. Like Jermichael Green will also see some minutes, but like he said, it'll be in the first round. Once they get to like the better teams and later, you're not seeing those guys. If you stopped seeing Jordan Poole last year in the playoffs. Let me remind you of that. Like, you're, he's playing his main guys. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I don't even fuck with Kerr, but I know how he gets come postseason. <laughs> so, like, a, what you're saying is just not happening. I'm a like, curse, he has a love I'm a affair with Stan. I'm a curse Stan. <laughs> he has a love affair with Lamb, but he had a love affair with Belly, too. But it was still a, there was an end to okay. it. He's always yeah. that one player he has a love affair with for no Absolutely. reason. Like and, and Brad Wanamaker. Yeah. Yes, That's every nice. every year, I you mean, know. Every year is that one guy you'd be like, what is your problem? Okay. But, I, look, but to Chris's I, to Chris's point though, I think um I think our our depth at times looks really good because J uh Jermichael Green at times he looks good. He's beasting in the paint, getting rebounds, blocking shots. But more often than not, he's fouling. He's in position. He's playing bad defense. Anthony Lamb, at times, he can make shots. He's really crafty around the rim. I do like that about him. But if he's not making shots, he's terrible. And in the playoff series, if I see 
Anthony Lamb and Jamichael Green getting checked in for Wiggins and Draymond, I have no faith that that's going to turn out well. Zero faith that that's going to turn out well. Right. Even Jamichael Green and Jordan Poole together. I have no faith. No, 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 no. We can't do that. No, no. And by the way, (laughs) let me me say this. When that will happen is not going to be on the road. That's going to be in Chase, where the Chase crowd will elevate those guys to play better. And so Kerr can spare some minutes because that's when Jermichael Green starts hitting threes. That's when that happens. It's not going to be on the road. Okay. I, I just, look. They're in the seventh seed, right? Like this wasn't supposed to happen I, I don't in the want first anyone place. Talking to me about seating until well, it's well, done. I, I, I don't care about the seating. I'm saying the this wasn't are like supposed tied. to happen in the Every day, place. someone flip flops. No one has four through thirteen. There's no real seed right but, now. But that I, the, again, the seating. I'm, I'm only stating that the current seating that they're at wasn't supposed to happen. Why not? We stopped considering to Warriors fans at the beginning of the season. Was it? Hold on. Hold on. That's not true. Every prediction for the Warriors that we ever make is always barring them being healthy. It's barring oh, again, health. I, I, I'm not living in this world of barring health because if the playoffs start and they're not healthy, the playoffs still start. Yeah, but that's so but like, the point is the everything we're saying season, is based on no the team. No, but you have to. Everything we're saying about the team is based on them being intact. So we there's no one here that has not acknowledged that if they don't have Wiggins back, that they're not doing anything. So we've said that. But when you say no one expected this, well, no, I wouldn't well, expect not, that. He, he, he's forgetting one important thing, two important things. Forget Steph, Dre, and Clay health-wise. Put them to the side. The other two players not playing. GP2, Portland organization lied about his health, okay? We were expecting a healthy player in that court. And Andrew Wiggins is out for personal reasons, things that would not really be a factor pre-prediction. Like, so when you bring up this stuff, like, those two but players make a big difference. That that's, that's, part of my, that, that's part of my thing is, like, you are banking on everything having to go right. No, but you're saying that now. Earlier, you were not saying that. All you were saying is they're seventh seed. I'm, they I'm don't just adding another layer to the, like, to the Again, yeah, I don't have your stance now. I don't no, have I'm, just, I'm just bringing up another point. Like, this not changing my stance. I don't think the Warriors have got it this year. I don't have a problem with arguments where people are like, I don't think the Warriors have it because they're missing so many guys. Because of that, it's but you're not doing that. You're just like they don't got it this year. That's the no, no, I, I'm I'm laying out, and you're just not accepting it because of a belief that you no, think they're I'm really laying it out because what you're saying is not accurate. You're saying that not really playing with each other for the majority. Of the do season. you give us a chance if we're all healthy? If you're all healthy, yeah, of course. Okay, I give you like a one in five chance. Not a one in five chance because yes, GP2 is coming back soon and Andrew Wiggins is just that's fine. Like, Let him believe it's a one in five chance. Let like, them. Like, 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 I mean, it's healthy can win a championship. One in five. Right? I never care about what people think. Let them. If they believe that the Warriors, the Warriors, if they're intact, there's no one. The only team that's a real threat to them is the Bucks. That's it. I'm sorry. I don't even believe it's the Sixers. All due respect for yes. Embiid. Yes. 
and I will, I, never, I will never be scared of James Harden because <laughs> if it's always a factor, <laughs> like even in beef, like don't no, forget, it, it's MB only a factor. No, it was a factor last year, Chris, because literally people were telling me. I used to be in your spaces where people were like, the Warriors ain't doing nothing, and this is the best team, and they were all in on the Suns and all this bullshit. And I would come in there with my, with my, you know how I am, my ignorant ass, and I'd be like, oh, really? Y'all just want to discount Wardell? You want to discount all these things? So it's always an if. And you were like, Natalie. And, and then it was, look at the shooting slump this year. He's not the same player. And what did I keep saying? Okay. Okay. We were up 3-1 on Dallas, and they were when, saying, when, when, when that come back. I went on TV, and I yeah, said, everyone was coming back. in there talking about, oh, Luka's the best player in the series. The Mavs mm-hmm. are going to push the Warriors. I even did a pod with SJ and all of them, and I said, I got to tell you, <laughs> I think this is a five-game series. I think it's a five-game oh, series. I went on TV with Michael Holly on Brother from Another, and I said, yeah, you know, like, I get it. Cool story with the Mavs. People think this is going to be a long series. And he stopped. He goes, oh, people think it's going to be a long series. But you don't think it's going to be a long series. I said, I don't. I think it's a five-game series. For every Warriors series, the length of time that it would be, I called and I was correct. Every single one. Was that me just being a fan? Or does it mean that, like, I actually understand basketball? Because I think, like, I I don't. Last season or this season? But it's uh, I'm doing the same thing this season. So when it pans out the way that I say, then I want you to come back on and humble yourself and oh, and, and say how you Oh, absolutely. Remember what who was that guy Green whatever? What was his handle? He used to come up in the space. Green Do you remember dot. him? Green Dot. Do you remember who he was, Nana? I think it was Green Dot. No, green something. And he used to come in there with the Celtics. Oh, y'all not doing this. And remember after oh, they won the, oh, uh, that uh, after they won the first he, game? He, he, uh, BB uh, Green? BB Green? green. BB green? green? I don't remember his handle. No, is I'm telling Aaron? you what it is. Jason, do you remember how those Celtics fans were acting after they won the first oh, game? Oh, absolutely. Do you remember <laughs> how everybody was acting? Absolutely. I was at a, I was at a Celtic watch party. <laughs> it was phenomenal. But I, again... Everything in the past allows you to have this faith. And I'm happy for you as a Allows me to. It's more logical than having faith. It's like it's like we see the sun come up every day at a certain time. And until the sun doesn't come up, we're always going to believe the sun's going to come up because we have Well, they used to think the earth was the center of the universe. Like, you but, know, times change. Until until we see <laughs> the defeat, we're not going to accept that it's defeat. I'm not asking you to accept it. All I said is it was a possibility. You refused to accept the possibility. That's the issue I have. Everything like is the seventy for Everything a reason. is a possibility, Chris. Anything's possible. Can't use that logic. Yeah, all right, we're going to use the KG line. All right. Everything is a possibility. <laughs> Anything is possible. Anything is possible. <laughs> like, it's like every <laughs> other team has missed players. Every other team has gone through crap this season. And every other team. Every other team, though, doesn't have pedigree. more than half their bench being young guys. And more than half of those, all, all those teams don't have their coach insisting on playing two-way players over their development. There were things happening with the Warriors that are not uh, happening. Uh, have you seen Doc Rivers coach this year? Because that's all he's done. Like, no, all, I'm, 
But that's one. That's that's There's one. There's a lot that happened in the Golden State from the start of the season. Right. Which that. by the way, which by the way are all valid reasons to doubt the team. But I, and I would respect if people just said, like, look, y'all had drama with Draymond and Poole. Mm-hmm. Y'all had all this stuff happen. Like everything has to basically be perfect for y'all to come back and win. That's what I'm I like, just said. No, 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 that's not. You're just like, y'all, this is your record on the road. Like that. But banking on everything going perfect. No, I'm not banking on everything going perfect, but I'm banking on right now all the timelines for everything that they're saying is that we will have our guys back. The only thing that we don't know is about Andrew, and he's a real question because we really don't know. But even Bob Myers has said their expectation is Andrew will be back before the season ends. They don't expect him to miss the whole season. So I don't know if that's the last game or what, but everything I've heard is that at some point, Andrew will return this season and they expect that GP2 will come back to play, right? And so, yes, based on the timelines and when players return, my expectation is that they're coming back. And yes, I know that that doesn't leave them with a long time to play, but like, I know that with this team, that doesn't matter that much. So it's not that I expect things to go perfect. It hasn't gone perfect, but there's no reason for me to doubt that those guys are not coming back. So why would I? It's like getting pancakes. I'm not, yeah. I'm not banking on everything being Trash. perfect, but I am banking on it. <laughs> I you know banking. what? I want to tell you guys about flawed processes and what Nana said, and then we'll end because we've gone long. We didn't even talk about the games, but I think this was a much I more... I don't want to talk about those games. Yeah. I think oh, yeah, you don't want to talk about those games because they highlight everything that's wrong. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. It's not that. Go I ahead. think this is a more fun conversation, but... <laughs> but, but Flawed process, like you like you said, Nana, is like you just do the same things over and over and then it doesn't pan out, okay? Well, let me tell you something. I am a habitual line stepper when it comes to getting ready and going to the airport. I will never give myself enough time to get to the airport. And then I have clear now and, and TSA pre-check and everything that allows me to walk through. So I push the boundaries of my limits. And every time I say, I'm not going to do this again. It's the last time. And then I do the same shit over and over. And I think maybe only once I've actually missed the flight. So it's like... When it keeps working for you, you're going to keep doing it. You know what I'm saying? And it's the same with anything else. And by the way, I also have ADHD. And I say that because people who have ADHD can procrastinate. And people don't understand, like, why they do that. Like, my mother, it, it drove her crazy my whole life, you know? You, you have to prepare. You got to do this. I remember when I had to sit down and do my scholarships for school and 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 write the letter. And I, I, I remember for University of Miami, she was, it's due tomorrow, and you haven't even started working on it. And guess what? I did it the night before, and I got a scholarship. It's always worked for me. That works for me. And so it's very easy for us because we're fans, and we want to enjoy the product that we're watching to sit and say that this is what they're supposed to do. But I'm not going to doubt the champions who have won, like, on their process, even if I don't like it because they've won it and they've done it, right? I, and, and you hear players like Shaq say, huh. he, he, he oh, never expresses. Guys who have won it multiple times, the only people questioning it and saying it's not possible and it's all these things and they look shaky are our, our fans, our people who don't play, the people who have done it. And I'm not one to defer to players on everything. I'm not. 
But I'm not, it's just like when Steph Curry was like, he identified what's wrong in his shot. And everyone was just like, no, he's in decline. I'm not going to question the person who's the best at shooting a basketball ever in the history of the game on how to fix his shot, what he needs to do. If if he says he identified the problem and he's going to fix it, that's it. It's just certain things I'm not going to question. I am not going to question four-time champions on their process throughout the season. Now, if it all goes wrong and they fail, then... You know, and it, doesn't mean, it, doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that I think everything is great. And it doesn't mean that I don't think there have been some failings by the organization because I do. But what I'm just saying is, and I know you at least believe this, Nana, I do believe Stephen Curry is that great that he can overcome a lot of the other shit because I think he's that great of a player, which is why when the fans and everyone freaks out about it, I'm like, y'all don't think Steph is as great as y'all claim y'all do. Because mm-hmm. if you did, you would trust that he could do because I don't think Steph Curry, that's why I do get mad when people put some of these other players in his in his league. Because I truly don't think Embiid or Jokic is in that category yet. I don't care how they've been playing all season. They're not that level of player. You know what I'm saying? And it's 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 debatable whether Kevin Durant really is too, to be honest, though he's up there. So it's like there was like LeBron and then now has come Steph. And, and when I say that, like they're just a different level of ceiling razor kind of player. And 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 I don't really think there's another player in the league like that. And so when you have that level of talent on the court, I think he covers up a lot. I really do. And I'm so gonna, that's, yeah, that's my yeah. belief in him. I was never worried about Steph. It's what's around Steph. No, but Steph covers up for that. Remember, yeah, Draymond and those guys. T- but Andrew Wiggins t- was his second best player in the Boston, yeah. right? It wasn't Dre. It wasn't Clay. But, but was Andrew Wiggins supposed to be his second best player? No, but no. what I'm saying is who would ever think in a series when Andrew's the second best? He didn't even average 20 in that series. Didn't yeah. even average 20, though he was great on defense. That based on that, the Warriors would still win a championship, but it was because of Steph. It was because yeah. of his greatness. And that's my point. I that's agree with you, but, but I'm saying, like, even though he's covering a lot more this season, but we've seen things that even that's not enough. Like, scoring 50 twice this year and losing, like, that. that's a – that's. I don't care anybody. That's yeah, but he's that done that when he didn't have the whole team with him. Yeah, him. I understand. But that didn't happen when he had everybody yeah. with him. So yeah, we can't and say we understand that and then be like, but they should still win. Like, the team cannot I'm not win. worried about Wiggins and stuff. I'm, I'm Like I said to you, it's me on the other two core of the three, the Clay and Draymond. You don't think at any chance – I know there's – obviously there's some physical decline, but how much of that do you think is a factor versus – just history stuff. I don't think Clay's body can manage playing a game every other night. That's mm-hmm. what I think. And mm-hmm. I think in the postseason, that's not neither a can Draymond, to be honest. Right. But if you go and you look at their performance when they've had more time in between games, they've been excellent. So when Chris says that's making his point, I don't get what he's saying because that's not an issue come the postseason. They have what about in the postseason though, Nat, how great was Clay in that postseason? <laughs> No, but that was last year's post. Clay was <laughs> exactly last that was last year. Like that, that's that what I'm telling you. Like with no, Clay, well, Clay like... wasn't that great last yeah. year. He had moments. What I'm saying is Clay's mm-hmm. actually playing better this season. Exactly. Like, He's now, actually better this season. Right. Now that Clay has hit his form, he can't defend some of the faster guards anymore. But this is the closest Clay has gotten 
to it's not even back. no that's not my problem with clay not defending the faster guards it's no i know that's not your problem my, my, my point, i feel my like point, yeah. my point is nana is that he looks the closest he's looked to being pre-clay this season and what i'm saying is you get that when he has two nights off between games you get that when his body has the longer time to recovery and so what i'm saying is you will see that when clay gets that time off because in between postseason games they have that kind of time and what i'm saying is during the season they're not his body is not recovering with one night of rest that's my point and it's certainly not recovering on a back-to-back so you're not going to get that that's my point i agree i agree but i also think he has to get into the film sessions and fundamentals because some some of the mistakes he's making on defensively is just <clears throat> not being in the correct spot. Like we watched today, like, like, bro, you were supposed to be on the opposite side of the court. What are you doing on this side? Like that has nothing to do with physical. It's more on like you're not prepared. That's a that's a that's fatigue too. Fatigue yeah, like, into, I'm like and it know. happened like if you watch today's game, I count six, seven times where yeah. he's lost this guy. Like completely. there is an element of clay mm-hmm. that I think we all know that he wants to prove to everybody that he's still the same clay. And there was a time because there've been plenty of post seasons where clay did not perform like he did in the regular season, but he still locked in on defense and did all the things he did on defense. And he doesn't do that anymore, not consistently and not regularly. You'll have him do it for like, you know, he kind of does this silliness for a few games, then he locks back in for a few games. And that's just what it's going to be over the course of the 82 season. I don't worry about that in the postseason. I think he's going to lock in for each game for the postseason. And and so, like I said, I don't enjoy the process and I'm not excusing it. Y'all see me rant on Twitter. I, I do my podcast and I break down each game and I criticize them. Like I criticize those bullshit shots that Steph and Clay took at the end of the Atlanta game. When they they're down. Like, there yeah. five and then Kerr, Kerr going on there talking about, oh, those are good shots. No, the fuck they are not. So I, I, I don't, I don't like root and chair for everything that they do. But what I'm saying is once we get past all that and explain what happened at the end of the day, I I, I know why it's happening. It, as a fan, I don't enjoy watching it, but I know why it's happening. And no, I don't expect that to be what happens because like me, like many people, and, and maybe you guys don't operate like this. So like my mother, she doesn't. My mom plans for everything early. She always follows the proper procedure. She does what she's supposed to. So I would frustrate the shit out of her the way that I did my thing. But when it's time to lock in, when it's go time, I have the ability to do that. And that's just how some people operate. So that's why I get it. I get how they are. And I don't mean as a champion, obviously, because I've never won that. But I'm just saying, like, the way that I've approached things that I've done in life, there's no job you're ever going to speak to about me who's ever going to say that I wasn't a high performer. But if you ask other people about my process and how I approached it, it's not as, like studious as people think <laughs> it may be i mean i would love to tell y'all how i approached the bar exam i shouldn't have passed i really should not have passed the bar exam but i did my natalie thing and that's what works for me so but there were a lot of shortcuts they there were a lot of things i didn't do that you should do and if i would have not passed the bar exam it would have been on me and i would have had to own that but it did work for me because that's what works for me. And the way that I've cut corners in my brain 
it works for me and I still excel, but everyone else can't do that, you know? And as a fan, it's not enjoyable for me to watch the product that they put out on the court. But these guys have won at the highest level repeatedly. And I just don't think it's, it's, it's rational for us to expect them to perform like at a, at a, at a postseason level throughout the regular season anymore. I just think we need to understand we're not going to get that anymore. Yeah, no, I agree a thousand percent in that. Um, and that's why uh, my approach, I don't, I get up like you, I don't like what I'm watching. Today was ass. That was ass. I don't like what I'm watching, but I understand, you know, they're not 25 years old anymore. Steph is 35. Draymond is 33. Clay is 32. I remember when I was 35. I think I remember when I was 35. I was still hooping, but it wasn't like I was 25. That just not, it's not going to happen anymore. That 73 win pace is never going to happen anymore with these guys. Most likely, and this is kind of my beef with Steve. He, he, I feel like Steve sabotaged this season when he went with the all young guy lineup for that 10 games in the beginning of the season, because he knew that was not going to work. He knew it wasn't going to work, but he, in my opinion, I feel like he was trying and to prove a point. then Kaminga for no reason. He was trying to prove a point. He was trying to prove that this going young, exactly. yeah. timeline thing wasn't he, sab- he sabotaged everything. And he, he ruined the confidence of Moody. He ruined the confidence of J.K. But J.K. is so awesome that it didn't break him completely. But he, he ruined, ruined the confidence of Wiseman. Like yeah. It didn't break Poole either, but he almost ruined Poole like that, too, doing the same thing. And that's on, that's on Steve. So as much as I love Steve... I'm going to say that a lot of the reason for the things happening this season, the bad things happening, it's his fault because he started the season off trying to prove a point and he ruined the confidence of the young guys, which if he would have sprinkled the young guys in like he's doing now with the veterans and correct rotations, I believe Draymond could have some time off so he wouldn't be injured. Looney could have some time off so he couldn't be injured. Steph and Clay, but he didn't do that. And because of that, we're at the position we're at. So I put it, I don't like blaming people in sports, but if I had to put some blame on somebody, I put it solely in Steve's lap for this season. And we all agree with that. Like the, what he did at the beginning of the season, really, because then the injuries came and everything came and, 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 and then now people are like, but no, look, they weren't even winning at the beginning of the season. I'm like, no, you don't understand. They were playing well at the beginning of the season. But that was the James Wiseman experimentation time. And so they were doing a lot of stuff, but like that's gone. But then after that, it was injury after injury after injury after injury. And so like I get how it sounds. I do. I get when someone on the outside listening sounds. It's like it sounds like we're making a lot of excuses, but that's the reality of what happened. And so when you when you take a step back from being emotional as a fan and being frustrated and just objectively look at it, it's it's really not that complicated. So when I hear everyone saying like, oh, this team, they just don't got it. Ain't the same. Y'all are just like y'all really are not paying attention to what's happening and you're also not paying attention to like what happened last year because it's literally the same team that we saw after they started having injuries they were a 500 team for the bulk of the season and I explicitly remember people saying the same thing they're not gonna win not this team Warriors fans and outsiders 
And it's, it's literally, that's all you're seeing. The team you're seeing right now is the team you saw for the second half of last season. And the only thing that's different is that they didn't have that early start. And they didn't have that early start because of they won. They didn't have like that long patch of home games. And also they were experimenting. And that's Absolutely. the difference. And that's all that boils down to. Absolutely. They're really not that drastically different than last year. Absolutely. Just enough. So anyway, listen, it's been almost 90 minutes and we normally only go 45, but I do appreciate you guys staying with me. This was an exhilarating conversation. We sort of ganged up on Chris, which is not what I expected to happen, but it did. And it was fun. And I appreciate you being our punching bag, not intentionally, but um, you took one for the rest of the other NBA people who think Warriors fans are crazy and just homers. So you fought the good fight. Not very well, but you know. I I disagree. I think this is going to get out there. They're going to be like, yo, Chris is right. I think Chris is holding it down. Well, the the haters took all three of them on. The haters are going to agree with you because they're haters. And I know you're not a hater. I know you genuinely believe this, just like you believe all of your food takes. And that you, for whatever reason, believe in the Knicks, which makes no sense to me. But that's why I will always talk with you, because you genuinely believe these things, even if I think they're crazy. So... Chris, thank you so much. Thank you so much oh, for being here. I appreciate you. Nana, thank you so much for being here and also for not being one of those fans who's just like out on the team and, you know, mm-hmm. talking shit about, you know, Wardell after every game and all of that. Like that shit is you know, You know, I'm unanimous corporation. You don't got, you don't got to ask me twice. Mm-hmm. Yo, that corporation. And shout out to the OG Jason because, you know, you just are like, oh, whatever, they still winning. <laughs> <laughs> me and that had a conversation before this season even started and i was like we've been in it all and i'm not oh, i'm not nice. wavering that i'm not wavering <laughs> until always, i see it i can't waver i gotta see it i gotta see it now. There you go. it's always barring injury but otherwise nah i got them in the finals again. i don't know how you lose hope with a team that has stuff curry in it so exactly that, that's just my thing so like you know you don't lose hope you just face reality Okay, well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see where the Knicks end up in all of this. But hey, hey, hey. Chris, okay. Chris, 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 what team? What team? I, I don't it's, even know what. Don't have any one. He's a Sixers fan. I'm a Sixers fan. Yeah, you're a Sixers fan. Yeah, I didn't know that. Is that. You never post about the Sixers. You, you, you know, well, dude, that's a whole other story that would take another ninety minutes. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll have to we're, we're gonna bring this band back together. Absolutely, please. This was so much fun, and I don't really do spaces anymore, so this was fun. So we can like bring us four back together to talk again. Um, appreciate y'all. Thank you for those of us, for those of you who listened and stayed with us. This is Golden Spaces. You're tuned into. We miss Justin, but it was still a fun conversation. Shout out, Justin. thank you for having us nat really appreciate it oh thank you make sure you follow tell them each your handles before you go so they know where to follow you ladies five hoop spaces it's real easy see it's gonna go before before the lady that's crazy go ahead jason what's yours uh uh, mine is boy don't try me on twitter (laughs) so spell the the way that it sounds mama it really sounds like that. Boy, don't try me. B O Y D O N T T R Y N E. Two T's. Yeah, two. Guys, sorry, I'm recovering from surgery. I can't really spell right now. Okay. Two T's. And Jason, yours. 
Uh, it's my name, Jason T. Battle. That's it. There you go. There you go. At Hoop Spaces, at Jason T. Battle, and at Boy Don't Try Me with Two T's. And she really means that. She will go at y'all, okay? So um, thank you for tuning in. Follow. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Golden Spaces Pod. Leave a review. Give us five-star ratings. Tell your friends about us. We appreciate the support. It's an Odyssey original podcast. Take care, y'all. Have a good night.